Hare Krishna. Welcome to this episode of Bhagavad Gita. And today's topic is Chapter 4, Text 11, Degrees of Surrender. <clears throat> Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Svayam Rupah Kadamahyam Dadatisva Padantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathanmitam Tamsajeevam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhanmitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dinabandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrinda Vaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vancha Kalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Paditanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavibhyo Namon Namaha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Preshthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminati Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Welcome to this episode of Bhagavad Gita. Today's topic is Chapter 4, Text 11, Degrees of Surrender. So we have a lot to cover in this verse. And uh, we will quickly go through that. <coughs> so we'll chant the word to word and then the line by line. So please repeat after me. Ye Yatha Maam Prapadyante Tan Tatha Eva Bhajami Aham Mama Vartma Anuvartante Manushyaha Partha Sarvashaha <coughs> Just a second Ye yathamam prapadyante Tamstathaiva bhajam yaham Mama Vartmanu Vartante 
ये ऑल हु यथा एज माम अंतु मी प्रपद्यंते सरेंडर तान देम तथा सो एव सर्टनली भजामी रिवॉर्ड अहम आय मम माय वर्तमा पाथ अनुवर्तनते फॉलो मनुष्याह ऑल मेन पार्थ ओ सन ऑफ प्रथा सर्वशह इन ऑल रिस्पेक्ट्स Translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shila Prabhupada Ki Jai Translation As all surrender unto me, I reward them accordingly. Everyone follows my path in all respects, O son of Pritha. So, this is not um, like the Vivekananda's philosophy, Ramakrishna mission. They say, Yatamat Tathapat. That means, as many ways as you can think, all those ways are the, will lead you to the same goal. So, because this somewhat sounds like that if we are not properly directed by a bona fide spiritual master. Because here, it is said, as all surrender unto me, surrender unto me I reward them accordingly. Everyone follows my path in all respects, O son of Pritha. <coughs> So it looks like everyone follow whatever everybody is doing, everybody is following his path. But that's not the that's not the understanding at all. The understanding is that just like um, in a country, now some take advantage of the educational department and they become I mean they get scholarships and they you know they get that reward. They academically they, they excel and some they take advantage of the uh, sports facilities of the country and such coaching and all that and they excel in that and some they probably learn uh, what anything I mean business maybe maybe there's good infrastructure in the country maybe they will take advantage of that and you know become successful in that <coughs> and some are there who will be criminals they will they will get the result of the criminal law so the rest of them are in the under the civil law and then those who try to be a little too smart and try to be an outlaw try, try to come out or challenge the law and go against the law such outlaws don't really go out of the law but they come under more stringent law than the rest of the people so accordingly as one follows the path, 
he will get the reward accordingly but everyone is still under the purview of the government even the person who wants to get out of the purview of the government by being an outlaw or trying to go out of the law but such outlaw is really not out of the law he is still un- he is actually under even more stringent law so in all respects they are bound by the constitution of the country so but at the same time it is not that everyone oh whether he is a thief whether he is a economically excellent person or whether he is a sportsman everybody is is getting the same result no that's not the case everybody is getting different result but under the same management of the government so similarly we have to understand ye yatha maam prapadyante tam stathaiva bhajamyam as all surrender unto me i reward them accordingly everyone follows my path in all respects o son of pritha hmm so we'll read the purport and we will explain as we go purport <clears throat> everyone is searching for krishna in the different aspects of his manifestation manifestations okay is everyone really searching for krishna because they don't even know krishna they how can you say that everyone is searching for krishna because everyone wants happiness everyone wants happiness whether it be a materialist or a spiritualist or a criminal or a um, academic a scholar or a sportsman whatever it is everybody is looking for happiness that's what they want actually and anandamayo bhyasa that is the nature of the soul and that anandamaya that ananda can only be found with krishna actually he is the real reservoir of ananda but in this world people want ananda devoid of krishna but they still want ananda and that is actually only found with krishna okay for example even if a person is say um involved or attracted maybe a man for example as prabhupad said suppose a man is attracted to a woman why is he attracted because of course the body the bodily features and maybe the mental condition or the intel- intellect whatever it is but all that in mind or intelligence or body bodily beauty or whatever it is all those attractive features exist as long as the soul is within the body of the woman nobody no man wants to enjoy the dead body of a beautiful woman so the real attracting factor in the woman is actually the soul although he doesn't understand that he is attracted to the body he is attracted to the mind or the intellect or whatever it is the real factor is the soul because without soul the mind intellect and body cannot work how long will the body last as a beautiful body if the soul leaves the body the body becomes very ugly immediately and actually even even the so called beautiful body is actually full of disgusting elements inside our body is all disgusting elements if you cut open nobody wants to see that if there is some you know accident which you know where you know the body is all cut to pieces or something they say oh this is not for the faint hearted why because inside what is there is it's very disgusting all the flesh uh, blood and mucus bile air and all this fat all these things <clears throat> so actually the real attractive feature is the soul 
and the soul is attractive feature because he is that soul is the part and parcel of the supreme soul so basically that man who is attracted to a woman or a woman attracted to a man which have which have a way <laughs> so he is attracted to one small part and parcel of the supreme lord he has given up we we've all given up the service of the supreme lord and now we are attracted to one tiny portion of him part and parcel of krishna and and that too not not the soul the material body of the soul so that's you just see how our love for krishna has transformed into lust for the material elements but if we really look at it closely we can trace back that connection back to krishna so in that way everybody in this world although they are looking for happiness in this 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 but everything krishna says aham sarvasya prabhavo i am the source of everything suppose somebody wants um success or he's attracted to say um like elon musk for example he's he's wanting to go to space and he's attracted to space travel and all these things but where the what is space bhumi rapa alano analo vayur kham kham in space ether so that space is one of the energies of krishna so it is just again one part one tiny part of krishna's energies which we are also so in any way which if you see everybody is actually looking for krishna they are attracted to different features of krishna but they see it as separate from krishna that is the problem ritertham yat pratiyeta na pratiyeta chatmani tadvidyad atmano mayam yatho yatha bhaso yatha tamah so we have shown this verse before few times you see this is from the chaturshloki bhagavatam where the lord vishnu himself spoke to lord brahma o brahma whatever appears to be of any value if it is without relation to me has no reality know it as my illusory energy that reflection which appears to be in darkness now what is not reality the sense or the or the misunderstanding that it is not related with krishna that is maya actually everything is related with krishna now he is saying here if it is without relation to me has no reality how can there be anything that has no relation to krishna because aham sarvasya prabhu he is the source of everything how is it that something is without relation with him so it is our misconception due to which we think like that and that misconception is the illusory energy that is the illusory energy so a devotee he sees although in this world he sees the supreme lord and he sees everything in connection with the lord and that is explained in the this verse of the chaitanya charitamrita చైతన్య చరితామృత మధ్యలీలా చాప్టర్ ఎయిట్ వర్స్ టూ and we will also see the 274 mahabhagavat dekhe sthavar jangam taha taha hoy tar shri krishna spuran 
a devotee advanced on the spiritual platform sees everything movable and inert as the supreme lord this is called vasudeva sarvamithi bahunam janmanamante gyanavan maam prapadyate vasudeva sarvamithi samahatma sudullabha so that mahatma is actually this mahabhagavat the topmost devotee of the lord so a devotee advanced on the spiritual platform sees everything movable and inert as the supreme lord for him everything he sees here and there is but a manifestation of lord krishna so he sees everything in relation with krishna and he sees krishna everywhere next verse sthavar jangam dekhe na dekhe tar murti sarvatra hoy nija ishta devas phurti the mahabhagavat the advanced devotee certainly sees everything mobile and immobile but he does not exactly see their forms rather everywhere he immediately sees manifest the form of the supreme lord this is the state of the mahabhagavat that is also explained in the bhagavad gita itself um 629 and 30 if you see sarvabhutasthamatmanam sarvabhutani chatmani ikshate yoga yuktatma sarvatra samadarshanah a true yogi observes me in all beings and also sees every being in me indeed the self realized person sees me the same supreme lord everywhere and yomam pashyati sarvatra sarvam cha mai pashyati tasyaham na pranashyami sachamena pranashyati for one who sees me everywhere and sees everything me everything in me i am never lost nor is he ever lost to me so this is the state of the mahabhagavat the same thing is also explained in the ishopanishad as well um 6th and 7th verses of the ishopanishad so we get this idea of the the vision of a pure devotee now everyone is searching for krishna just they do not know that they are searching for one of the multifarious manifestations of krishna's energy but the real pleasure they would get only if they go back to krishna now krishna the supreme personality of godhead is partially realized in his impersonal brahma jyoti effulgence and as the all pervading super soul dwelling within everything including the particles of atoms so okay first we have to understand that absolute truth absolute truth is understood in three phases so we know i think many of you know this verse already so in shrimad bhagavatam it is explained absolute truth means satyam param dhimahi that is explained in the first verse of the bhagavatam itself so that is being explained here 1.2.11 of shrimad bhagavatam vadanti tat tat vividas tatvam yajnanam advayam brahmeti paramatmeti bhagavaniti shabdyate learned transcendentalists who know the absolute truth call this non-dual substance brahman paramatma or bhagavan so this is different stages of realization of the absolute truth <clears throat> it is the same absolute truth krishna is understood in three phases so brahman paramatma bhagavan just like the sun is understood in three phases the sunshine the sun globe or the sun planet and the sun god who is the president of the sun planet so in these three different stages of realization or prabhupada also gave the example of a mountain when you see it from a from a distance from a far distance you will see just like a gray outline so 
you may say it is some uniform gray color that's what a mountain is when we go closer then we will see you know some different features of the mountain like you know maybe here there is greenery and here there's rocks and you know some waterfalls or some snow or whatever we will see more features as we go a little more variety and when we actually go into the mountain like on the mountain then we will see every oh, grass insects animals birds so many things so much variety so different stages of understanding the mountain it is the same it is not it is not different things one is seeing looking at the same thing but from different distances of understanding so when the absolute truth is least understood he is understood as the brahma jyoti brahmeti the the bright effulgence and the all pervading nature of the absolute truth when the absolute truth is a little more understood he is understood as the paramatma who is the <clears throat> super soul or the soul dwelling in everyone's heart and in every single atom as well <clears throat> so these two are definitely also manifestations of the supreme lord it, it, they are not wrong but it is partial partial realization because they have not completely understood so that gray outline now coming back to the example of the mountain that gray outline yes is also the mountain when you go closer and when you see all the different features in the snow or the greenery or the rocks or whatever it is that is also yes it is a mountain only and then when we actually go on the mountain and see all the varieties that is also the mountain all are mountain but just how much more information you have of the mountain so similarly the sun as well sunshine from the farthest we only know sunshine like some insects they don't even know that there is a sun planet they just feel the heat and light of the sun that's it they just all pervading light of the sun that's it so that's all they understand sunshine but we and animals and even plants they can understand sun sun globe or maybe i don't know plants but sunflower they they turn towards the sun so they might they be they are able to see actually trees trees they are able to see that's why narad muni when he cursed nalakovara and manigriva to become trees then he said you will witness the pastimes of krishna because you will be the place you will you will take birth as trees that will become the courtyard of nand maharaj in the future and you will be able to witness the pastimes of krishna so how would they, how would they witness if they did not have eyes so the trees have actually eyes but not the way we do so that's why prabhupada says when there is a suppose a tree is growing and when there is something that is blocking the tree when there is a wall or something it will grow around it how how does the tree know it can see but it does not see the way we see just like snakes they they hear when the frogs croak they do hear but they don't have ears they don't have ears so they hear from the vibration the skin they feel the vibration so in that way they hear so we should not have this limited conception that if somebody cannot do the way we do it that's it they don't do it at all no they do it so we should not judge everything with our limited capacity so anyway coming back to the point these are different stages of realization of the absolute truth so only the one who is bhagwan realized the one who understands that supreme personality of god is ultimately a supreme the supreme person and he has personal attributes like character 
and feelings and willing and likes and dislikes everything he also has anger uh, everything he has everything that we have he has but he has an infinite quantity and he has without any fault whereas those same things if they exist in us for example our anger is faulty because we get angry for our sense gratification but krishna like narsimhadev he got angry even in krishna's incarnation he got angry and he killed shishupal for example or in narsimha leela he killed hiranyakashipu so that anger is properly used because it was devotee was uh, abused a devotee was harassed so then the anger was used against the demon who harassed the devotee so anger has its proper use and by that killing also he delivered hiranyakashipu and gave him liberation so that is that is supreme personality of godhead's anger even thief to be a thief is not a good thing in this world in this world but krishna is called makhanchor he is called you know so many chorashtakam that as we know the song is written by bilumangal thakur he is a thief in different different ways yeah, so <laughs> so but that uh, that stealing is worshiped so although it may be bad in this world in krishna it is good like lust if we go after you know if a man goes after a girl you know lusty that's not good in this world but when krishna dances with so many girls in the rasleela that is the highest ramya kachat upasana vrajavadhu vargenaya kalpita chaitanya mahaprabhu himself the strictest sanyasi is saying the gopis love for krishna is the topmost and krishna rewarded them the most hmm. so basically supreme absolute truth is understood in three phases so here it is said that krishna the supreme personality of godhead is partially realized in his impersonal brahmajyoti effulgence and as the all pervading super soul dwelling within everything including the particles of atoms but krishna is fully realized only by his pure devotees in the bhagwan feature he is only realized by the devotees bhaktya maam abhijanati we'll go to that see this is prerogative of devotees we know this 8 ஒன்னிங்ஸ்பிளைன் in the shrimad bhagavatam in a slightly different way but the same point two verses will show you 11 14 20 and 21 na sadhayati mam yogo na sankhyam dharma uddhava na swadhyayas tapastyago yatha bhaktir mamorjita my dear uddhava the unalloyed devotional service rendered to me by my devotees brings me under their control I cannot be thus controlled by those engaged in mystic yoga, sankhya philosophy, pious work, vedic study, austerity or renunciation. Then these things are actually mentioned in the Vedas like um yoga, sankhya philosophy and pious work, vedic study, austerity, renunciation. These are things mentioned in the Vedas. Why he is not so much interested in people who are doing these things? Not exactly that. what he means is unless these processes end in bhakti 
they do not have the ultimate success we can't have success from them independently bhakti is the real and if one takes to bhakti even if it doesn't do all these things like gopis they never meditated they never studied the vedas they never did big big tapasyas of course <laughs> there were some who in the when ramachandra bhagwan was here um they were rishis in the forest they wanted to have conjugal relationship with the lord they were doing their meditation on the lord and they wanted to have conjugal relation with him the lord said next life you know next incarnation when 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 i come as krishna then not now so those have you know of course done so much pious activities and come here as gopis in this world in krishna leela but otherwise in gopis life themselves you don't see them um, studying and all that no they just love krishna that's it and next verse you see 111421 bhaktyaham ekayagrahya shraddhayatma priya satam bhakti punati mannishtha svapakana api sambhavat only by practicing unalloyed devotional service with full faith in me can one obtain me the supreme personality of godhead i am naturally dear to my devotees who take me as the only goal of their loving service by engaging in such pure devotional service even the dog eaters can purify themselves from the contamination of their low birth so this unalloyed devotional service only by that can we understand the supreme absolute truth completely now going back <clears throat> but krishna is fully realized only by his pure devotees consequently krishna is the object of everyone's realization and thus anyone and everyone is satisfied according to one's desire to have him in the transcendental world also krishna reciprocates with his pure devotees in the transcendental attitude just as the devotee wants him where is it stated brahma samhita for example 5 dot 55 yam krodha no this is um, oh this <laughs> different tune okay yam krodha kama sahaja pranayadi bheeti vatsalya moha guru gaurava sevya bhavaih sanchintya tasya sadrishim tanumapurete govindamadi purusham tamaham bhajami यम क्रोध काम सहज प्रणयादि भीति वात्सल्य मोह गुरु गौरव सेव्य भावैः सी सो मेनी आई अडोर द प्राइमिवल लॉर्ड गोविंद द मेडिटेटर्स ऑफ होम बाय मेडिटेटिंग अपॉन हिम अंडर द स्वे ऑफ रैथ एमरस पैशन नेचुरल फ्रेंडली लव फियर पैरेंटल अफेक्शन डेल्यूजन रेवरेंस एंड विलिंग सर्विस अटेन टू बॉडिली फॉर्म्स बीफिटिंग द नेचर ऑफ देयर कॉन्टेम्पलेशन so the lord he reciprocates with them according to their um feelings according to their different feelings <clears throat> that 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 is explained in this part of the purport in the transcendental world also krishna reciprocates with his devotees in the transcendental attitude just as the devotee wants him one devotee may want krishna as supreme master dasyaras another as his personal friend sakyaras another as his son vatsalyaras parental love and still another as his lover madhuryaras conjugal lover krishna rewards all the devotees equally 
according to their different intensities of love for him in the material world the same reciprocations of feelings are there and they are equally exchanged by the lord with the different types of worshippers see that this is very important in the material world the same reciprocations of feelings are there and they are equally exchanged by the lord and with his with the different types of worshippers so when the pure devotees come here or when one is a pure devotee whether he is by uh, sadhan siddha kripa siddha or nitya siddha when one is siddha when one is a pure devotee his relationship with the lord is unimpeded whether he is in the material or spiritual worlds it, it doesn't matter because here it is said the same reciprocations of feelings are there and they are equally exchanged by the lord lord with the different types of worshipers even in the material world so that's why a devotee doesn't really ask the lord to take him back to the spiritual world because he is already relishing the relationship which he would relish anyway whether he is in the spiritual world or in the material world that's why you see this canto 3 uh, shrimad bhagavatam canto 3 chapter 29 text 13 so very important verse here it is सालोक्य साष्टिमीप्य सारूप्यक्यमुतम न गृहणंती विनामत्सेवनम जना अ प्योर डिवोटी डज नॉट एक्सेप्ट एनी काइंड ऑफ लिबरेशन सालोक्य साष्टि सामीप्य सारूप्य और एक ईवन दो दे आर ऑफर्ड बाय द सुप्रीम पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड सो वॉट इज दिस वॉट इज दिस काइंड ऑफ लिबरेशन सालोक्य मीन्स टू बी ऑन द सेम प्लैनेट एज द लॉर्ड साष्टि मीन्स टू हैव द सेम ऑपुलेंस एज द लॉर्ड samipya means to be close intimate associate of the lord and sarupya means to have the same bodily features as the lord like vishnu dutas or ekatva that means to merge into the brahman effulgence of the lord so even if the lord gives any of these things a devotee will not want will, he will not demand anything from the lord of course the lord still gives him but a devotee does not ask for it chaitanya mahaprabhu also taught us um नधनम नजनम न सुंदरी कविता व जगदीश काम ये मम जन्मनी जन्मनीश्वरे भवताक्तिरायतुखीवयि सो आई डोट वॉन्ट एनी मेटीरियल बेनेडिक्शन्स इन द फॉर्म ऑफ वेल्थ फेम एंड वेमेन आई डोट वॉन्ट नॉट डू आई नॉट डू आई वॉन्ट एनी स्पिरिचुअल बेनेडिक्शन्स इन द इन द शेप ऑफ दीज फाइव ऑपुलेंसेस आई मीन लिबरेशन्स इन द स्पिरिचुअल वर्ल्ड no mama janmani janmanishwari even if i have to take repeatedly birth here in this material world he i only want the unmotivated devotional service to your lotus feet that's what the devotee will ask i think um i think we have shown that yesterday kanto 6 chapter 9 text 48 if i'm not wrong किं दुरापम मयि प्रीते तथा विबुधर्षभा मये कांतमतिर्नान्यन मत्तो वाछति तत्ववित ओ बेस्ट ऑफ द इंटेलिजेंट डेमिगॉड्स ऑल इट इज ट्रू दैट नथिंग इज डिफिकल्ट फॉर वन टू ऑबटेन वन आई एम प्लीज विथ हिम अ प्योर डिवोटी हूज माइंड इज एक्सक्लूसिवली फिक्सड अपॉन मी डज नॉट आस्क मी एनी आस्क मी फॉर एनीथिंग बट द ऑपर्चुनिटी टू एंगेज इन डिवोशनल सर्विस nothing is nothing is difficult for him to achieve but still he will not ask anything other than devotional service that's why 
Who's that? Bilumangal Thakur. He said, Mukti Mukulitanjali Sevate Sman. Mukti Mukulitanjali. You see this? Let's see if I can find a, Yeah. Oh, is that one? I think there is an actual verse. Anyway, you see this. Bilumangal Thakur says, Bhaktis Tvayis Thiratara Bhagavanya Dishyadhaivenana Palati Divya Kishora Murtihim Mukti Svayam Mukulitanjali Sevatesman Dharmartha Kama Gatayah Samayah Pratikshah Oh my Lord, this is from Krishna Karanamrita, the book written by Bilumangal Thakur. Oh my Lord, if one engages in your pure devotional service with determination, you become visible in your original transcendental youthful form as a Supreme Personality of Godhead. As far as liberation is concerned, she stands before the devotee with folded hands, waiting to render service. Religion, economic development and sense gratification are all automatically attained without separate endeavor. Automatically. So, a devotee does not need to ask for anything. That's why a devotee does not ask. So, I'll show you some of the verses from Mukundamala Stotram. It's very beautiful verses. 51st verse, for example. Alamalamalameka praninam patakanam nirasana vishayeya krishna krishneti vani yadibhavati mukunde Bhaktirananda Sandra Karatala Kalitasa Moksha Samrajya Lakshmi By themselves, the words Krishna Krishna are sufficient to drive away the sins of all living beings. Anyone who possesses devotion for Lord Mukunda that is densely imbued with ecstasy holds in the palms of his hands the gifts of liberation, worldly influence and wealth. You know, everything is within his grasp. It's within his as they say in Hindi, mutti mein. You know. So, in his fist, that means completely under his control. He does not need, it's not that he has to reach out, run after it, no. He is within his control. Hmm. Therefore, another verse, two verses from Mukundamala Stotra. Beautiful verses. Naham vande tavacharanayo dvandvamadvandvaheto Kumbhi pakam guruma pihare Narakam napanetum Ramya ramam rudutanulata Nandane napirantum Bhave bhave hridaya bhavane Bhavaye yam bhavantam O Lord Hari, it is not to be saved from the dualities of material existence or the grim tribulations of the Kumbhi paka hell that I pray to your lotus feet. So he's saying, you know, I am not praying to you to get liberation. No. And I am not praying to you, Krishna, because I want to be saved from the Kumbhipaka hell, where they will be boiling me in oil. No, I'm, that's not my motive. Ramya Rama Mridutanulata Nanda Nena Pirantum. I am not praying to you to get some heavenly life, Swarga Prapti, where I can enjoy with beautiful, um, fair skinned, soft skinned girls. No. 
भावे भावे हृदय भवने भावे यम भवंतम इवन इफ आई हैव टू यू नो इफ आई हैव टू टेक बर्थ रिपीटेडली इन दिस वर्ल्ड इट डजेंट मैटर आई जस्ट वॉन्ट टू रिमेंबर यू इन ऑल दोज लाइफ दैट आई मे टेक बर्थ दैट्स ऑल दैट्स ऑल आई आस्क फॉर सेम नेक्स्ट वर्स ऑल्सो धर्मे नामोपोगे यद्यं पूर्वकर्माथ्यम मम बहुमत जन्म जन्मे तत्पादुगता निश्चला भक्तिरस्तु ओ मै लॉर्ड आई हेव नो अटैचमेंट फॉर रिलीजियोसिटी और फॉर अक्यूमुलेटिंग वेल्थ और फॉर एंजॉइंग सेंस ग्रैटिफिकेशन let these come as they inevitably must in accordance with my past deeds whatever supposed to happen according to my karma let it happen i'm not asking you to change anything of that but i do pray for this most cherished boon birth after birth let me render unflinching devotional service unto your two lotus feet that's what i'm asking so this is the prayer of a pure devotee so coming back to this verse <clears throat> the pure devotees both here and in the transcendental abode associate with him in person and are able to render personal service to the lord and thus derive transcendental bliss in his loving service important to note even the devotees the pure devotees in this world they associate with the supreme lord in person they are personally with krishna krishna lingita vigraha they are embraced by krishna all the time preman jana churita bhakti vilochanena santas sadaiva hridayeshu vilokayanti yam shyam sundaram achinte gunasvarupam govindamadi purusham tamaham bhajami that is the status of the pure devotees always seeing krishna never lost <coughs> so the pure devotees both here and in the transcendental abode associate with him in person and are able to render personal service to the lord and thus derive transcendental bliss in his loving service as for those who are impersonalists and who want to commit spiritual suicide by annihilating the individual existence of the living entity krishna helps also by absorbing them into his effulgence such impersonalists do not agree to accept the eternal blissful personality of godhead consequently they cannot relish the bliss of transcendental personal service to the lord having extinguished their individuality they asked for it and krishna gives them <laughs> but it's not it's not the ultimate uh, benediction you can get from krishna some of them who are not firmly situated even in the impersonal existence return to this material field to exhibit their dormant desire for activities so when there is no activity in the spiritual world in the in the in the spiritual sky as brahma jyoti particles of brahma jyoti they just return to this material world because they want activity a soul by nature is very active we can't just confine and put it in solitary confinement actually there was a there was a study done they saw the actually there's i think even a video of a um, few people they put them in solitary confinement in a room dark nothing just nothing absolutely nothing they just kept them and they agreed i mean those those people they agreed for that test and just to see what happens to the mind 
and they lasted about one hour, two hours, three hours, four hours, five hours, and then they started becoming restless, and then you know just wanted, just got up, and you know just walking, and they did not know where exactly is the wall, and then they had to like feel, and then understand where everything is. Pitch dark, pitch dark. Basically, their senses were not being able to be used in any way, like their ears cannot hear anything. It's soundproof walls, and no smell, no sight. Everything, just touch, yeah, touch. <laughs> you can't be without that. So in this way, just all the senses were deprived of their activity. And within, I think only one of them lasted 48 hours. I don't know how he lasted without food. I forgot. A long time ago, I saw this video. But the rest, within 24 hours, they were going mad. They were hearing some weird voices and noises. And, you know, they were just, you know, banging on the walls and, you know, just like becoming hysterical. So that's, <laughs> that's what happens when one is in Brahma Jyoti. Of course, his attention span will be a little more longer, but still, he will have to come. Because we, as soul, we are active beings. We are not dead matter. We are living souls. So therefore, we want activity. And with activity, we want Ananda. So when that is not to be found, then we will, because of having no information of the spiritual activity, we come back, come back down to material activity. So we fall down again. So that's what happens to persons who are impersonalist. So they return to this material field to exhibit their dormant desires for activities. They are not admitted into the spiritual planets, but they are again given a chance to act on the material planets. For those who are fruitive workers, the Lord awards the desired results of their prescribed duties as the Yajneshwara. And those who are yogis seeking mystic powers are awarded such powers. In other words, everyone is dependent for success upon his mercy alone. And all kinds of spiritual processes are but different degrees of success on the same path. Degrees of success. They are not all the same success at all. Unless, therefore, one comes to the highest perfection of Krishna Consciousness, all attempts remain imperfect. As is stated in the Srimad Bhagavatam 2.3.10 Akama sarva kamova moksha kama udaradhihi tivrena bhakti yogena yajeta purushamparam Whether one is without desire, the condition of the devotees, or is desirous of all fruitive results, or is after liberation, one should with all efforts try to worship the Supreme Personality of Godhead for complete perfection, culminating in Krishna Consciousness. This is the conclusion of this verse. Now, I just want to take you through the different types of surrender. First of all, what surrender means. Now here he said, as all surrender unto me, I reward them accordingly. So first, what... So actually, Srila Prabhupada has actually covered everything in this purport. But just we will go through the details of each of those things uh, through different verses that are in the Shastra. So first thing, as all surrender unto me, I reward them accordingly. Now what is surrender? What is meant by surrender? This is explained in the Bhagavad Gita, chapter 18, text 66, purport. This, from Haribhakti Vilas. 11th chapter 676th verse 
ఆనుకూల్యస్సు సంకల్ప ప్రాతికూల్యస్సు వర్జనం రక్షిష్యతీతి విశ్వాసో గోప్తృత్వే వరణం తథా ఆత్మనిక్షేపకార్పణ్యే షడ్విధా శరణాగతి నీ దిస్ ఇస్ టు కృష్ణ ఆఫ్ కోర్స్ దిస్ ఇస్ మెంట్ ఫర్ కృష్ణ దట్ వీ ఆనుకూల్యస్ సంకల్ప దట్ మీన్స్ వీ హ్యావ్ టు యాక్సెప్ట్ దోస్ థింగ్స్ విచ్ హ్యావ్ ఫేవరబుల్ ఫర్ కృష్ణ కాన్షియస్నెస్ బట్ దిస్ ఫర్ ఎనీ సరెండర్ ఫర్ ఎనీ సరెండర్ దిస్ ఇస్ ద సేమ్ థింగ్స్ సపోజ్ ఇఫ్ ఐ వాంట్ టు సే ఐ వాంట్ బికమ్ అ బిజినెస్ మ్యాన్ రైట్ ఐ హ్యావ్ టు సరెండర్ టు ద ప్రోసెస్ ఆఫ్ బికమింగ్ అ బిజినెస్ మ్యాన్ లైక్ స్టూడెంట్స్ దే స్టడీ ఇన్ ఎగ్జామ్స్ దే స్టడీ ఇన్ ద కాలేజ్ ఆర్ స్కూల్స్ దే హ్యావ్ టు ఆనుకూల్యస్ సంకల్ప దే హ్యావ్ టు యాక్సెప్ట్ థింగ్స్ ఫేవరబుల్ ఫర్ దియర్ దే దైమింగ్ ద టైమ్ టేబుల్ ఎవ్రీథింగ్ హ్యావ్ టు బి ఫేవరబుల్ ఫర్ దర్ ఎగ్జిక్యూషన్ ఆఫ్ దట్స్ వై సమ్టైమ్స్ మదర్స్ దే సే నో డోంట్ వరీ డోంట్ వరీ ఐ జస్ట్ కుక్ ఫర్ యూ ఐ జస్ ఐ వాష్ యూర్ క్లోత్స్ ఐ యూ జస్ట్ స్టడీ యూ యాక్సెప్ట్ దోస్ థింగ్స్ విచ్ విల్ ఇంక్రీజ్ యువర్ అకాడమిక్ స్కోర్ అండ్ ప్రాతికూల్యస్ వర్జనం ఎనీథింగ్ దర్ ఇస్ నాట్ నెసెసరీ ఫర్ దట్ యూ రిజెక్ట్ that is also surrendering to the process of material education maya maya bharata gyana there is also surrender so anukulyasa sankalpa pratikulyasa varjanam if one wants to become a businessman and if he wants to make it you know as i say hard work is the key to success actually not really because the sanction of the supreme lord is the real thing but their work is the same thing when they say hard work that means you have to put in more hours and more um what is a investment of yourself in the particular activity that you want to cultivate if somebody wants to become a bodybuilder anukulyasa sankalpa what are the anukulyasa sankalpa you know doing exercise eating nicely you know sufficient proteins and all that and then pratikulyasa varjanam don't eat something which will you know um disturb this this conditioning so that is also anukulyasa sankalpa pratikulyasa varjanam in any field if we want to do something we have to surrender to the process and if we follow the process then we will achieve the result again depending on the depending on the sanction of the paramatma and of the of the super soul but this is surrender surrender means anukulyasa sankalpa accepting things favorable to the process pratikulyasa varjanam giving up things unfavorable rakshishyati the vishwaso this is another thing having faith in the process of course this is only fully manifested only with krishna but still we think like materialists they are into this family attachments and everything and they think that is what will save them and that is explained rakshishati ti vishwaso they have the faith but it is falsely uh, um, the repository is a false repository we are reposing our faith in the false thing but still that is still considered faith you see this is explained in the shrimad bhagavatam 2.1.4 you see this dehapatya kalatradishu atmasainyeshvasatsvapi tesham pramatto nidhanam pashyanapi na pashyati persons devoid of atmatatva do not inquire into the problems of life being too attached to the fallible soldiers like the body children and wife although sufficiently experienced they still do not see their inevitable destruction they have so much faith in the body children and wife that these these things will protect me or maybe a good doctor a good lawyer you know or a good insurance these things will protect me that is also explained shrimad bhagavatam 7 9 
Prahlad Maharaj is saying this. What is he saying? Balasya neha sharanam pitarau narsimha Nartasya chagada mudanvanti majjato nauh Taptasya tat pratividhirya ihanja sheshtas Tavad vibhotanu bhritam tvadupekshitanam My Lord Narsimhadev, O Supreme, because of a bodily conception of life, embodied souls neglected and not cared for by you cannot do anything for their betterment. Whatever remedies they accept, although perhaps temporarily beneficial, are certainly impermanent. For example, a father and mother cannot protect their child. Now, a child has Rakshishatiti Vishwaso in their parents. That means he has complete faith that his parents will protect him. But that may turn out not to be true. Right? A father and mother cannot protect their child. A physician and medicine cannot relieve a suffering patient. Now, we have... We want to go to a best doctor, take the best medicine, have and um, go under the best health healthcare system in the best country. Despite all that, person may die. In fact, <laughs> there is no record that in in the most uh, affluent countries, people just live and don't die. No, they die despite all the facilities. Temporarily, some benefit may be there, but ultimately, no. And even that temporary benefit sometimes is not ac uh, um, accorded to them. Because if the Lord wills against it, Mare Krishna Rakheke, Rakhe Krishna Mareke. That means if Krishna wants to protect someone, nobody can kill him. If Krishna wants to kill someone, nobody can protect him. So people have faith, Rakshishatiti, oh the, my my medicine will save me, my doctor will save me, my lawyer will save me, my insurance will save me, my bank balance will save me, my wife will save me, my children will save me. These are all also aspects of... We are surrendering to Maya in these different forms that are coming. And a boat on the ocean cannot protect a drowning man, finally. Now, for a drowning man, the only hope is a boat which comes. Especially in the, in the ocean. <laughs> Even if one is an expert swimmer, he just can't save himself. However expert he may be. So, the only chance is when a boat comes, a lifeboat. Even that is not an assurance. If the board, the, the person fails to see him, then he cannot be traced and cannot be, you know, saved. So, the thing is, we are placing our faith. The faith is where the surrender is, where our faith is. That's where our surrender is. So, it all boils down to how much faith and faith in what. Okay? And we'll go through the all the aspects of surrender, the six aspects of surrender. Anukulasa Sankalpa, Pratikulasa Vajram, Rakshishatiti Vishwasa, Goptritve Varanam Tatha, accepting as the guardian or master. Of course, this is for the Lord. But same thing, we may accept guardians or masters or mentors in that particular field to which we want to surrender. If my surrender is to the mode of ignorance, say I want to um, go into like mafia, you know, some people want to go into mafia and drug deals and all this kind of life. So they accept some guardian who is like a senior mafia man. You know. Somebody who is in that line. So he accepts such mentors. Then Atmanik Shepa. You know, full self-surrender. They sometimes give their life, not only to mafia, anything. They're, they give their life to that process which they have committed to. Huh? like sportsmen or anything, anything like that. Their whole 
life i mean life depends on that and karpanya humility of course this is aspects of surrender for the lord but even humility in other ways like um you know suppose if one is a cricketer for example sports now if he plays plays cricket and he will be very much if if suppose sachin tendulkar walks into the room oh he's very awe inspired and then he he becomes very humble and you know he's he's like very cordially he receives humility is there and i have seen some somebody shared with me some videos long time ago like um these soccer players some of these brazilian soccer players who are very great soccer players and you know they hit a goal and all that and big big drama and then the people from the the from the stands from the grandstands they actually somehow escape the security and then run in onto the field and go and bow down you know actually bow down and put their head at the ground in front of those the their their role model and humility because for them that that they surrendered to that process of of enjoyment so this surrender wherever we repose we get uh accordingly the rewards but in all cases the reward is given by who by the supreme lord always by the supreme lord whichever way we go we cannot go outside the purview of the lord just like in the beginning of this class we have said that in a country if a person wants to take advantage of the civil law and maybe the ministry of education and he goes into the university he gets a scholarship and he studies hard and he gets a maybe a nobel prize or whatever it is excellence in academics so he has taken advantage of that department department of the government and the one who is a criminal he took advantage of the criminal law of the government and he is suffer he is suffering the in the prison according to his actions and those who are sportsmen they get their facilities so in that way everybody is rewarded according to their surrender to whatever process they have surrendered to but all by the order of the government positive negative anything by the order of the government only are they getting such uh, recognition such whatever facilities that such rewards similarly whether one wants when one whether one is an atheist he will also get um, results only by the grace of the lord the tongue of the atheist with which he is saying that there is no god is given by god the air with which he is the air which he is breathing is given by god the water which he is drinking is given by god he is he knows h2o is water but who who did the h2o in the ocean who who mixed the h and h2o and o in the ocean god he, he i mean in the laborat laboratory he, he if there is hydrogen and oxygen they will never mix by themselves unless a scientist or whatever lab uh, i mean the whatever the student or professor whoever mixes it a person is required to mix the chemicals then only it will have an effect then they will become water otherwise there is no way so similarly if there is if there is one test tube of water is i mean if a person is required to do that what about the ocean who is doing that so definitely it's a person just that they have no common sense to understand these things so they have surrendered to that process of ignorance so therefore they always matta smritir gyanam apohanam cha this is reward you see bhagavad gita chapter 15 text 
सर्वस्चाहम हृदय सन्निविष्टो मत स्मृतिर्ज्ञानमपोहनम च वेदैश्च सर्वैरहमेव वेद्यो वेदांतकृत वेद विदेवचाहम आई एम सीटेड इन एवरीवन्स हार्ट एंड फ्रॉम मी कम रिमेंबरेंस नॉलेज एंड फॉरगेटफुलनेस बाय ऑल द वेदास आई एम टू बी नोन इंडीड आई एम द कंपाइलर ऑफ वेदांत एंड आई एम द नोवर ऑफ द वेदास सो फ्रॉम हिम कम रिमेंबरेंस नॉलेज एंड आल्सो फॉरगेटफुलनेस If somebody wants to forget God, he will award him forgetfulness. You will not remember for me for millions of years. That's it. That he says in the sixteenth chapter, sixteen dot nineteen. If you can see here, Tanaham dvishatah kroran samsareshu naradhaman kshipam yajasram masubhan asuri shvevayonishu. Those who are envious and mischievous. who are the lowest among men i perpetually cast into the ocean of material existence into various demoniac species of life so they get their reward demoniac species of life now so surrender means that to any process if we accept those things anukulasya sankalpa pratikulasya varjanam rakshishati ti vishwasa goptritve varanam tatha atmanikshepa karpanya sharvidha sharanagati atmanikshepa and karpanya 5th and 6th now what that is the process of surrender now what are the to whom one surrenders that um is explained i'll just take you to this where's one second now you see i don't know if i can draw here um Okay, first let me take you through this Ishopanishad verse. This is in the mantra twelve of Ishopanishad. This is the category. Antham tamah pravishanti ye sambhuti mupasate tato bhuya ivate tamo ya usambhuti amrata. So there is asambhuti and there is sambhuti. Two things. now some surrender to the path of asambhuti some surrender to the path of sambhuti so asambhuti means what here the sanskrit word of course here asambhuti is translated as the demigods but there is a broader definition of asambhuti and that is found here the sanskrit word asambhuti refers to those who have no independent existence sambhuti is the absolute personality of godhead who is absolutely independent of everything so asambhuti means basically one who has no independence who have no independent existence that means everything other than the lord is asambhuti in this material world especially everything is asambhuti so whether it's be the it be the demigods or ordinary people or ghosts or whatever it is that is asambhuti asambhuti now so understanding this of course in if you see the translation still more so so do the worshipers of the impersonal absolute so this requires more explanation we have done a lecture on this one you can refer to that but in short next verse if you go to the 13th verse it is said anya devah sambhavat anyadahur asambhavat iti shushrum adhiranam yenas tad vichachakshire it is said that one result is obtained by worshiping the supreme cause of all causes and that another result is obtained by worshiping what is not supreme 
all this is heard from the undisturbed authorities who clearly explained it so surrender means there is faith there is so to which we we repose faith on accordingly we will get the result but all are manifestations of krishna's energy therefore in the brahma samhita if you see a similar verse is there we have shown this few times 5.61 dharmananyan parityajya mamekam bhaja vishwasan yadrishi yadrishi shraddha siddhir bhavati tadrishi the next part of the verse is uh, talking about um, different aspect but i just wanted to highlight this part yadrishi yadrishi shraddha siddhir bhavati tadrishi as one's faith develops according to that he will get his perfection same as what is today's verse ye yatha mam prapadyante tam sthathaiva bhajamya ham now what are the things that one surrenders to so as from the ishopanishad we understand that there is sambhuti and then here there is asambhuti sambhuti means to the spiritual to the absolute truth and asambhuti means this uh, illusory illusion illusory energy so these two so people some people surrender to them mostly actually in this material world people surrender to the asambhuti the illusory energy in its various forms so what are the various forms that one um, surrenders the worst surrender the least surrender zero percent surrender is for is to those people who are absolute atheists completely deny the existence of god so what happens to them as we have seen yesterday vitaraga bhaya krodha krodha means those people who are just angry with the lord just against anything to do with god they just hate it the very word god gives uh, boils their blood these people are dushkritina you know that is explained so first thing is the atheist if we want to draw branches for this say atheist i don't know if you can see my you know my handwriting my handwriting is horrible but i hope you can atheist so what happens to them okay these people are sworn to sense gratification sworn to sense gratification that's all they know just hedonism and if we go we have just seen that actually in the 16th chapter the whole 16th chapter is the is what happens to the atheists asuri sampatti first we will go the types of atheists right dushkritna who will never surrender to the lord 7.15 see this namam dushkritino mudha prapadyante naradhama maya yapahrita gyana asuram bhavam ashrita 
those miscreants who are grossly foolish who are lowest among mankind whose knowledge is stolen by illusion and who partake of the atheistic nature of demons do not surrender unto me these are the worst people naradhaman naradhaman means what lowest among mankind worst people on earth in the universe <laughs> so those who don't surrender to krishna at all but still they surrender to the asambhuti and they fully surrender to the asambhuti to the will to the will of against the will of the law just like the outlaw he wants to be out of the law he doesn't accept the law he just goes against the law transgressor of the law what happens to him he comes uh, he comes under the most stringent part of the law which is the criminal law and he is punished in jail very severely according to the degree of his crime so that's what happens to these people and they suffer a great deal sometimes you may say oh but prabhu he is very you know atheistic but you know seems to be you know he is enjoying how come he is having full money and everything for example there is one actor in india kamal hasan so he is supposedly born in a very cultured family vaishnava family but he is an atheist complete atheist he doesn't believe in god at all so how come he is having all that you know opulence and you know he is having money and fame and everything that's not the that that he is enjoying because of his past deeds and that's not real benediction that will not give you anything what is the point of money and fame and everything when everything is going to be taken away suppose you suppose when you are sleeping and then you become very famous you know you become the most famous personality in history in your dream what value is there in that how much how much does it matter and suppose you become the richest person in the world in your dream and you really enjoyed your dream so what after you wake up is is of no use of no no substance similarly this whatever we get in this life is just useless so whatever good results i mean pious activities he did in his past life because of that he got this situation but then his present life his present con- uh, you know consciousness will drive him to his next life and that is going to be dark if he is going to be an atheist anybody that's what krishna says tanaham dvishatah kruran sam samsareshu naradhaman ajasram what is that ashubhan asurishvayonishu so that is the thing they will go to 16.19 kshipam ajasram ashubhan asurishvayonishu those who are envious and mischievous who are lowest among men again naradhaman the same word is used naradhaman you can see there i perpetually cast into the ocean of material existence into various demoniac species of life so this is what they will get they they are rewarded with demoniac species of life like animals and even worse like fish and so far away from human cognition human human species that is their that is the reward that they will get next those who are um surrendering to the family members for them family life is everything home sweet home and that's it that's the most important thing in their life family so that is the next they're also actually kind of atheists but maybe they will sometimes take to some processes which are um you know sanctioned in the vedas actually to be very honest this should be 
this categorization uh, there is more more category categorization here because there is sanctioned and whimsical I don't know if you can read my handwriting at all. I'm very sorry about that. So, if you did not understand what I wrote there, it is sanctioned and whimsical. Sanctioned by Vedas and whimsical action. So, even in Asambhuti, hmm? so this is whimsical atheism. And then what about person who is just uh, very much um, family family centric person? Okay, we'll write here family man. Not every family man. <laughs> My handwriting is like really terrible. <laughs> very sorry about that. But family man means grihamedhi basically. His his whole life is just. to see his family happy without any spiritual culture in that family that's what we are talking about griha medhi this is family man so he surrenders to the family so what happens to him he as we have already seen that verse 214 देहापत्यकलत्रादिषु आत्मसैन्यमत्तो निधन पश्यन न पश्यति पर्सन डिवाइड ऑफ आत्मतत्व डू नॉट इंक्वायर इन टू द प्रॉब्लम्स ऑफ लाइफ बींग टू अटैच टू द फैलेबल सोल्जर्स लाइक द बॉडी चिल्ड्रन एंड वाइफ ऑल दो सफिशियंटली एक्सपीरियंस दे स्टिल डू नॉट सी द इनविटेबल डिस्ट्रक्शन सो दे हैव सो मच फेथ इन देर फैमिली एंड देर डॉक्टर एंड देर इंश्योरेंस एंड देर ह्यूमन बींग्स एंड सिस्टम्स दट ह्यूमन हैव क्रिएटेड सो दे सरेंडर टू दैट प्रोसेस they give their whole life for that process family time is more important than god time for them that's why when we ask them to come to the temple prabhu at least come for a sunday feast you know this program bhagavad gita class and all that prabhu uh, sunday is my family time these people even if he is adept at you know maintaining his family members there is no good quality in such person that is explained in the fifth canto of shrimad bhagavatam so because he is not interested in the real thing if somebody wants to be you know family centric that even the animals are you know let's see what the animals can do because we think we are the best providers for our family right let's see whether we match up to the animals let's see where we stand with compared to the animals um i think 2a if i'm not wrong This one, yeah, you see this four dot twenty nine dot one a and two a. Sarve shame va jantu nam satatam deha poshane asti pragya samayatta kovishesh tadanirnam labdve hante manushyatvam hitvade ha dyasadgraham atmasritya vihayedam jivatma savishishte. a desire to maintain body wife and children is also observed in animal society the animals have full intelligence to manage such affairs not just like 
eh, they, you know, they don't know very well. No, they actually have full intelligence. In fact, they do much better than us, much better job than us. We are struggling to maintain one wife and, you know, a couple of kids. They are having how many wives and how many kids? The pig, you know, every, every six months, eight months, he's producing half a dozen children. And every time he's doing it. And not just one wife, so many wives. And he's maintaining them happily. Pig is maintaining. Humans, we are uh, struggling. Animals are better. Hmm? The animals have full intelligence to manage such affairs. If a human being is simply advanced in this respect, what is the difference between him and an animal? One should be very careful to understand that this human life is attained after many, many births in the evolutionary process. A learned man who gives up the bodily conception of life, both gross and subtle, will by the enlightenment of spiritual knowledge become a prominent individual spirit soul as the Supreme Lord is also. So, he'll become liberated uh, by giving up this false attachments and coming to the real substance. Of course, giving up attachment for family doesn't mean just immediately run out of the family. No. You have to give up the proprietor, the sense of proprietorship. That's why it is said, one should live in the home just like a guest, not like a proprietor. That's a verse. I mean, the other day I showed, right? Eleven seventeen fifty four. Itham Deeply considering the actual situation, a liberated soul should live at home just like a guest, without any sense of proprietorship or false ego. In this way, he will not be bound or entangled by domestic affairs. So, in other words, one is not the proprietor of his family. Even though one is in family life, he should understand that he is not a proprietor of the family. Rather, everybody, as Bhaktivinoda Thakur has said, Manasa deho geho jo kichu more. Arpilu Tuapade Nanda Kishore. Bhaktivinoda Thakur said, Manasa Deho Geho Jogichuma. Whatever is mine, Manasa, mind, Deha, my body, Geha, my home, my relatives, my wife, my children, everybody, everything, Jokichumor, whatever is mine, Arpilu Tuapade Nanda Kishore. I have offered at your lotus feet, O Krishna, Nanda Kishore. It is yours now. That is surrender not exactly giving up connection means it's not easy for everybody to give up connection and become sannyasi and not exactly necessary especially in this kali yuga the main thing is we have to understand that they, they are not ours they are krishna's krishna's souls krishna's children so therefore we have to help them become krishna conscious that much we have to try so that is proper surrender so Otherwise, we are no better than animal. In fact, the animal is better than us. This is the situation for those who are... And what happens to them at the end? They are rewarded also. They are rewarded. What are they rewarded with? Deha Atmasanya Atmasanya Shvasatsvapi See, so this we have seen. All those sufficiently experienced, they still do not see their inevitable destruction. And we have seen how a person actually suffers hellish life uh, just before being family, attracted to the family. We will see that now. 3, 30. 
this chapter is quite strong you know <laughs> it's very strong language so kindly bear with this because it's going to be a little bit hard for those who want some material attachment after leaving this body the man who maintains himself and his family members by sinful activity suffers a hellish life and his relatives also suffer also this is the end of a person evam kutumbam bibhrana udaram bhara eva va visrijyeho bhayam pretya bhungte tat phalam idrisham then next he goes alone to the darkest regions of hell after quitting the present body and the money he acquired by envying other living entities is the passage money f- with which he leaves this world thus by the arrangement of the supreme personality of godhead the maintainer of kinsmen is put into a hellish condition huh, to suffer for his sinful activities like a man who has lost his wealth this is the end of a person who is just mad after just being happy in a family life therefore a person who is very eager to maintain his family and kinsmen simply by black method certainly goes to the darkest region of hell which is known as andhata misra having gone through the miserable hellish conditions and having passed in regular order through the lowest forms of animal life prior to human birth and having thus been purged of his sins one is reborn again as a human being on this earth this is the reward that he gets for being excessively attached to family members now it's still whimsical now let's take to the next stage maybe um country so they surrender to the country and they, what happens to them they are also born in the same country or in the enemy country because they have been thinking of them you know for example like um, a soldier like say india pakistan you know usually there are always a rivalry going on so if an indian soldier are always thinking of pakistan you know like oh this is bad this is bad and consider him the enemy and then fight and then in the war then once they fight and die then because whatever he has been thinking at the last point in his life that he will attain next life suppose he has he has been thinking of pakistan soldier or something like that he will become a pakistani next life and the pakistani may may become an indian next life so what he fought against he will end up there i mean just look at this hmm? uh, so in fact there was another instance one story where prabhupad he was having morning walk with his disciples so then there was a tree a young tree that was growing between two walls of two houses there was a small gap and then there was a small tree that was growing there huh? so what happened to the tree just growing i mean this is a very young tree so prabhupad stopped and he said this tree this soul in this tree's body he was actually the man of this house and because he's so attached to his house now he became a tree so that he can always stay in that near the property his entire life as a tree another incident he also mentioned in india in kolkata i think where this man he remembered his past life so he was this rich man and who had so many family members and everything and then he died now he became a cobbler next life and in india the cobbler 
job is not a very high grade job it's it's not a good job actually dealing always with dead animals and dead skin and all that so it's not considered a very prestigious job so it's called muchi muchi means dirty it's a dirty job so he became a cobbler now the thing is he remembered his past life and he came back to that house to tell that he was the man who you know uh, who was the owner of this house and actually you all are my children you know i have come again i remember this they beat him with shoes they beat him with shoes that is illusory relationships of this material world so this is what happens to people who are too attached to family life or to their country to the land of worship whether it be the country or whether it be the home like the tree which has taken birth just beside the home the land there or the land meaning the country so in this way he is um, rewarded accordingly that is also within the whimsical country surrenders to the country so another verse there is there is about country patriots whoever are patriots they can see this 10 8413 anybody wants to be a patriotic person you can show him this verse from shrimad bhagavatam यस्यात्मबुद्धे गुणपेतृधातुके स्वधीः कलत्रादिषु भौम इज्यधीः दिस भौम इज्यधीः मींस वर्शिपिंग द लैंड ऑफ बर्थ दिस इज डेंजरस कॉन्शियसनेस यत्तीर्थबुद्धे सलिलेन करहिचे जनेष्वभिज्ञेषु स एव गोखरः सो बेसिकली दिस वर्स इज लिस्टिंग डाउन द सिम्टम्स ऑफ एन एनिमल लाइक पर्सन go khara means go means cow khara means ass so one who is like an ass or only has two legs but his consciousness is that of an ass he does these things what he does one of them is bhauma ijjadhi that means he worships his land of birth and he does other things also apart from that one who identifies his self as the inert body composed of mucus bile and air one who thinks that i am this body he is an ass he is an animal next who assumes his wife and family are permanently his own animal who thinks an earthen image or the land of his birth is worshipable animal who sees a place of pilgrimage as merely the water there that means for example uh, they go to the holy place you know pilgrimage people go to the holy place they take bath in the river holy river ganga or something like that they they'll take a bath and they will come back that's all actually the reason to go to holy places is so that there is a higher chance you would meet a saintly person there because there's a huge concentration of saintly persons in the holy place so the whole point of going there is to listen to them and learn about self realization as we said yesterday now today it's replaced with tourism people just travel and see some sightseeing and come back holiday previously vedic times there there were there were also holidays and what they used to do in those holidays they used to go to holy places so that because a whole life whole day they are just you know embroiled with um materialistic activities of maintaining family and working and this and that so they want some respite so they go and to, to the holy places and meet some sadhus there and get some 
spiritual knowledge and you know in the beautiful environment you know that a, that learning so to get a break from the sabbatical the break from their you know materialistic way of life so they go to the holy places so that they can cultivate spiritual knowledge it was purposeful holidays not like meaningless holidays just go somewhere and then see some you know nature and then enjoy uh, and then come back meaningless just wasted the time is wasted whereas they used to make good use of the holidays to go to pilgrimage so when the god consciousness waned when the con there was a decline in dharmasthala glanir happened then people started tourism see all the beautiful places and that's it so that's if there is widespread tourism that means it is a it is a sign of godlessness if you see in india in countries outside india like here singapore and other countries they advertise india incredible india incredible india incredible india and they will show all the tourist locations and you know because they want to attract the tourists from these countries to india but the places where actual pilgrimages there they are very poorly maintained very very poorly maintained you just imagine so for example islam the makkah is there how much funds and how much maintenance and everything is going on there or vatican city christians they have how much maintenance and everything is nicely maintained when you go to vrindavan nothing is properly maintained and the holy place you know sometimes the the guide they will take us to this holy place so oh, this was where you know krishna was playing with his friends and that and nothing no even structure nothing there nothing very poorly maintained so that is a sign of you know godlessness godlessness so of course there are some you know charitable trusts which try to devotional charitable trusts which try to renovate and maintain the holy places and clean the holy rivers and like that <clears throat> so this is a pathetic situation that's a that's a sign of godlessness so all the oh, tourist locations are greatly advertised but the real offering of india which is the cultural which is a spiritual aspect completely hidden or oh, secular 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 some rubbish so in this way um this is called gokhara animal consciousness so that's why those who see a place of pilgrimage as merely the water there who but who never identifies himself with feels kinship with worships or even visits those who are wise in spiritual truth such a person is no better than a cow or an ass when we talk about a holy place or a pilgrimage it can also mean a temple a temple we go to the temple just go and take the charnamrit and go out it is good it is not we are not saying it is bad but that even an animal can do you give some prasadam the animal will take and you know tirtham it will it will take but the thing is as a human our real function is to go there and learn from the sadhus what is the aim of human life who am i who is god what is my relationship these things i have to find that is the reason why one should go to a holy place but otherwise is animal so basically i wanted to show this who thinks his land of worship birth as worshipable actually there is a proverb janani janmabhumi swargadapi gariyasi the mother and the motherland are more beautiful than heaven they like that so much mother family relationships and the land of his birth people like so much that they treat it as um, better than even heaven 
जननी जन्मभूमि स्वर्गात अपि गरीयसी सो दिस इज दिस काइंड ऑफ सरेंडर टू द लैंड ऑफ बर्थ एंड गिव देयर लाइफ लाइक महात्मा गांधी ही गेव हिज लाइफ फॉर द लैंड ऑफ हिज बर्थ दैट इज ही सरेंडर्ड हिज लाइफ फॉर द कंट्री श्री प्रभुपाद रोट हिम अ लेटर जस्ट वन मंथ प्रायर टू हिज डेथ प्रभुपाद रोट हिम अ लेटर दैट माई डियर गांधी यू हैव इंस्पायर थाउजेंड्स ऑफ पीपल यू ऑलवेज होल्ड भगवदगीता इन योर हैंड यू हैव फॉट फॉर द इंडिपेंडेंस ऑफ द नेशन वी हैव ऑलरेडी अचीव दैट नाउ प्लीज रिटायर फ्रॉम दिस पोलिटिकल लाइफ एंड प्रीच द मैसेज ऑफ भगवदगीता इफ अ पर्सन लाइक यू प्रीच इज द मैसेज द एक्चुअल मैसेज ऑफ भगवदगीता विच इज टू सरेंडर अंडू द सुप्रीम लॉर्ड then you will be actually mahatma your title of mahatma will be actually uh, meaningful because as you know bhagavad gita says who is mahatma mahatma is a person who has surrendered to krishna 7.19 bahu naam janma namante gyanavan maam prapadyate vasudevah sarvamiti sa mahatma sudurlabha after many births and deaths he who is actually knowledge surrenders unto me knowing me to be the cause of all causes and all that is such a great soul is very rare but mahatma gandhi he was given the title mahatma not by krishna by the people and he gave some title title to some section of the people called harijan harijan means one who is a hari's jan mahajan who is a, like narad muni bhishma dev uh, the chatur kumaras brahma these are harijans and the bona fide spiritual master in the disciplic succession they are harijan they are mahatma so he imperfectly gave some section of the people as harijan and they gave him a title mahajan both fools because that harijan so called harijan yes they were shudras and all that but without prabhupada said without elevating them to god consciousness just keeping them as they are ignorant of god consciousness he just named rubber stamped them as harijan that will not do any good prabhupada said we have the solution to make them real harijan like prabhupada said i have done all with all of you he showed the american and european boys and girls you know he had you were all like downtrodden people completely lost and i have you know given you the krishna consciousness and now you have become harijan you have become krishna's men krishna's women this is harijan but without training just rubber stamping them as harijan and oh these are you know god's children yes everybody is god's children but without training them just keeping them in ignorance and just calling them oh they were discriminated against just change their name this is called what you know euphemism you know what's euphemism euphemism is you just give them a title which sounds better than what it actually is like for example um bus driver for example bus driver you say bus captain now it sounds more sophisticated sounds more you know um but what it is bus driver so if bus driver mm, doesn't sound so high class so bus captain as if he's like a captain of a ship or like pilot or astronaut but it's bus driver so the thing remains the same just give the give it a good name 
is a sugar coating it that's it but substance has never changed that is of no use just changing the nomenclature does no good at all the substance has to change uh, so if he called them harijan he had to actually train them as harijans there was no training program simply rubber stamping program as harijans so he gave them a harijan stamp they gave him a mahajan stamp mahatma stamp and both each other happy and then finally what happened his own countryman shot him dead this is the foolishness foolishness so this is surrender for the land of birth that's why prabhupada wrote you you have been designated the title mahatma now bhagavad gita defines mahatma as this so who surrenders to krishna not to country so now now is the time you should fulfill your actual name as mahatma and surrender to krishna and preach the message of bhagavad gita giving up all this political you know endeavors give up politics enough of politics how old you are and how long you want to continue in this give up otherwise a time will come when you will be killed by your own countrymen unnecessarily prabhupada even said that in the letter and one month later he was shot dead he did not even reply to that letter and he was shot dead within a month surrender to the country this is also surrender ye yatha mam prapadyante tam sathaiva bhajami ham he did anukulyasya sankalpa pratikulyasya varjanam rakshishati ti vishwaso he had hope rakshishati ti he had hope that his country will save him or he or he will save the country the country is still going on without him and he was not saved by the country he was killed by his own countrymen this is what we will get reward when we surrender to the country whimsical again it's not in the vedas now so to ordinary people or you know this kind of things and sometimes surrender to ghosts you know that is also explained you see in the bhagavad gita if you go uh 925 yanti deva vrata devan pitrinyanti pitravrataah bhutani yanti bhutejya yanti madhyajinopi mam those who worship the demigods will take birth among the demigods those who worship the ancestors go to the ancestors those who worship ghosts and spirits will go take birth in, among such beings and those who worship me will live with me this is what he is saying but all these destinations are people get by my order only karmana daivanetrena by my supervision they get all these things so the one who are in the mode of goodness generally they worship demigods one who are in the mode of passion they worship the ancestors one who is in the mode of ignorance they worship ghosts and one who is above even goodness shuddha sattva he worships krishna and he goes back to krishna so different destinations but from the same source krishna is the one in the background doing everything uh, that is confirmed in the ninth chapter just few verses uh 920 1 i think no 7 sorry 7th chapter 7 22 probably yeah 721 and 22 so you see here 7th chapter 21 and 22 second verses yo yo yam yam tanum bhaktah shraddhayarchitum ichchati tasya tasya chalam shraddham tameva vidadhamyaham 
I am in everyone's heart as a super soul. As soon as one desires to worship some demigod, I make his faith steady so that he can devote himself to that particular deity. You see who is working in the background. Even if one wants to worship a demigod, oh, um, uh, my favorite god is Ganesh. They say like this, you know, or Durga, or Shiva, or you know, anybody, or Murugan. Murugan means Kartikeya. So different, they worship different different demigods, or sometimes ghosts, sometimes ancestors, and they have faith in such processes. I make his faith steady so that he can devote himself to that particular deity. Next. Sataya Shraddhaya Yuktas Tasyaradhana Mihate Labhate Chatataha Kaman Mayaiva Vihitan Hitan Endowed with such a faith, he favors to worship, sorry, he endeavors to worship a particular demigod and obtains his desires. But in actuality, these benefits are bestowed by me alone. <laughs> he is the ultimate factor. Even if we do not worship a demigod, even if one does so-called hard work, even then, only by the Lord are the results bestowed. You may say, no, 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 he worked hard. You know, how can you say, where is the Lord's hand? Okay, he worked hard with what? With his mind, with his determination, right? With his intelligence, with his body. Who gave him those? Again, by the Lord. Those things are given by the Lord. And if the Lord wants, he can just, you know, one nerve, he can just pull it in the head and then person becomes paralyzed. He cannot do anything. As has as happened, as what happened with that uh, famous uh, boxer, uh, Ali, Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali was such a great boxer and so fast and everything. But then when he became older a little bit, he started having Alzheimer's disease and he cannot even hold his hand like this. To hold something, even a pen, he just shakes and shakes. He cannot even lift properly. You know, like that. He's just shaking all the way. And he and he doesn't remember. You know, he took so much beating in his in his life, in his career. Damaged. So if the Lord wants, he can do anything. And become immobile. The greatest ones the fastest mover in boxing and he became immobile, cannot even move. So all depends on the sanction of the Lord, even though he may work hard. He never worked hard to become immobile or, you know, um, to suffer. He never worked hard for that. He worked hard to become the best boxer that he could. But you see the result? So ultimately, it's not the hard work. It's the, the sanction of the Lord. Anybody, not just Muhammad Ali, anybody, anybody for that matter, whatever hard work one does, ultimately, without the sanction of the Lord, nothing will happen. Hmm. <coughs> so, but the thing is, in the background, Krishna is working, even though the demigods. So, demigods, at least, are among the sanctioned. Of course, ghosts are not sanctioned, but they are mentioned. Ghosts. Now, sanctioned by Vedas, but still under Asambhuti, as you can see here, this is also Asambhuti. Huh? Sanctioned by Vedas, what is that? One second. So, here we have Karma Yoga. I don't know if you can even see that properly. 
okay let me just write a little bit more clearly if i can let's try okay karma yoga which involves demigod worship this is sanctioned by the vedas now demigod worship right so what happens to them as we've seen the the verse just now they go to the planet of the demigods they go to the planets of the demigods you see this is what happens to them and also other things also happen what is that um there's one verse which shows yeah 1088 10th canto 88 chapter verse 11 if i'm not wrong yeah you see this is something else that happens ato mam sudurarādhyam hitvānyān bhajate janah ततस्त आशुतोषेभ्यो लब्धराज्यश्रियोद्धता मत्ता प्रमत्ता वरदान विस्मयंत्यवजानते सी बिकॉज आई एम डिफिकल्ट टू वर्शिप पीपल जनरली अवॉइड मी कृष्ण इज सेइंग दिस पीपल जनरली अवॉइड मी एंड इंस्टेड वर्शिप अदर डेटीज हु आर क्विकली सैटिस्फाइड व्हेन पीपल रिसीव किंगली ऑपुलेंसेस फ्रॉम दीस डेटीज दे बिकम एरोगेंट intoxicated with pride and neglectful of their duties they dare to offend even the demigods who have bestowed benedictions upon them you know like ravana he he worshiped uh, lord shiva but with the benedictions what did he do he oppressed the brahmanas and the devotees and you know kidnapped mother sita so ultimately he got so puffed up so this is another thing that happens they quickly receive what they what they ask for like here in the bhagavad gita it is said bhagavad gita chapter 4 verse 12 kaankshanta karmanam siddhim yajanta iha devataha kshipram himanushe loke siddhir bhavati karmaja men in this world desire success in fruitive activities and therefore they worship the demigods quickly of course men get results from fruitive work in this world but again those are given by the lord himself you remember the verse 722 mayaiva vihitan hitan in actuality these benefits are bestowed by me alone so everything he is always sanctioning he is always rewarding through his different agents the demigods are his agents he is arranging through them but he is the he is the one who is arranging so but he arranges these things what what do they get antavattu phalam tesham the results the fruit of their surrender to the demigods are temporary antavattu phalam tesham tad bhavati alpamedhasam devan deva yajoyanti madbhaktayanti mamapi men of small intelligence worship the demigods and the fruits are limited and temporary those who worship the demigods go to the planets of the demigods 
but my devotees ultimately reach my supreme planet see that difference demigods they go to the planets of the demigods but my devotees reach my supreme planet mad bhakta yandi mamapi it's a different destination not yatamat tatapat whatever you, whatever path you take your all roads uh, go to rome no no it doesn't, doesn't work like that different roads go to that's why they, if you take a bus you have to take the correct bus if you take a bus going to east and then you want to go to west you will not end up you cannot say that oh every bus goes the same same direction then why there are many buses um, foolishness foolish theory so we have to get out of this nonsense theory and understand that different paths lead to different destinations and we have to choose the correct path and the onus is on us the onus is on us to choose the correct path if we are sincere if we are sincere in solving our problems for good then we will be directed to the bona fide spiritual master and then we will be shown the correct path which is supatha the last verse of the ishopanishad agnenaya supatha raye asman supatha the correct path so the end result the reward phalam antavattu phalam all ends in it's all temporary it's not it's not going to give us lasting benefits 